You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Pick off the show here. <laughs> <laughs> We're in All right, welcome to the Mafia Cast, everybody, live and recorded here on Buffalo Rumblings Network. You can find us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, anywhere you find your podcasts. My Twitter, Papa Ron's Twitter, whatever. We're back with another week, and I'm really excited for this show. I don't know why going to the bye week, but I feel like we got a, a lot to talk about um, being a bye week. Uh, I'm your host, going by Mafia Cast Mike now on the app formerly known as Twitter. And my co-host Casey here, Skeeds24. You can find him also. Um yeah, so here we are again, another week, another heartbreaking loss. Man, it's been it's been tough, tough to be a Bills fan this year. So this like year, said, hold on, let's yeah. let, let me stop you there. <laughs> it is not hard just this year. Well, not, my entire my entire life has been hard being a yeah, Bills fan. Yeah. And it, this there's is, this year it seemed like it has drought feelings just because yeah. of how the losses have come. Right, you know, like just just as heartbreaking and agonizing as they've been, and for as good as this team is, or I guess should be, it, it, it just it's it, it's an extra hard year. Yeah, yeah, especially you know we after having several pretty good seasons, it's like a just kicks you right back down back back to where on your whatever level we were at before. I don't even know. <laughs> it's just it just seems really inconsistent right now and. We're we're just barely hanging on. So uh before yeah, we forget, before we forget, just so everybody knows, Paparon is on a road trip back home. He was doing a training in Washington State and he's currently driving. So and I guess he's on this he's in this patch of road called the pass and it's terrible weather. So unfortunately, he's not with us tonight. So Roy, no, he's not the Bermudas. So <laughs> we'll see him again next week. Yeah, we just told him drive safe. That's all that matters. Be safe. Yes. And, uh, we, we can handle it for now. So yeah, this uh, I don't know. We got some comments rolling in. Comments lines open. Uh, Richard Rush, Roy Collins. We appreciate you guys here uh, watching every week. Uh, I think we got a couple new subscribers this week. So yeah, again, we appreciate everyone wherever you're watching, listening. Um, good evening to you guys. Uh, yeah. So 
I guess let's get into the this game. I mean, what the heck? <laughs> Dude, where do you want to start? I mean, do you want to start out like at 17 being up 17-7 or do you want to start at kneeing the ball with 20 seconds with a timeout and Josh Allen as your quarterback? Yeah. Or I, <laughs> I mean, where do you where do you want to start? Cuz I know this game has bothered you more than most it has. have. It has. I think I tweeted more this week than I ever have on Twitter, you know, ever before, like total before all this week. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's really got me triggered. Uh, if you're asking me where, where we want to start, I'm going to start right at the end of the game and work backwards for it or through it, because, I mean, if we can keep on track and do that. But but that was that was just the, the killer for me. Uh, the, the 20 seconds there at the end of the game. Oh, I, I, and it's not like a, and I know everyone's like a lot of people are mad about the referee officiating and, and that kind of thing, but none of Which, that, none of that rightfully, rightfully, yeah. rightfully so, you know, if right. that is something that bothers you, you have a case, you have yeah. an argument. Exactly. I tend to, you know, get chirp a little, little bit more about the refs than you do. Cause I mean, you're, you just don't think like, think about it or care about it as much, I guess. But yeah, well, I'm still, but I'm still not like we lost because of the refs, right? But there were clear, blatant calls. Perfect example: the non, well, the horse collar that got turned into a grounding call. Yeah, you know that that's a blatant exhibit A. But the refs this game sucked. It's still not why we lost the game. Exactly, exactly, and I think that's the reason why I'm not hell bent on giving these refs crap or anything like that. And I was going to say, you know, it's it's not even just because we lost, you know, that I'm thinking this way. When they came out in the formation to deal the ball, I was like, what the heck are you doing? I'm, mm-hmm. You take the ball out of Josh's hands and you walk him off the field and you pretty much give up at that point. You quit. And that's how I feel. Well, I mean, I, you heard we heard Tony Romo all night. You give Josh Allen two chances, you know, and then you run the ball once out of those, like out of the first three downs. Make, right. Like you just said, McDermott didn't give him a chance. You know, at least let him throw the ball one time, once. You know, and if that doesn't work, you know, if it, if it's, you know, close to – if the play just doesn't work out and it just felt sketchy, then you need it, just let it go. You know, then end the game. But you have to give one shot. You know, otherwise, wow. what's the point of having a quarterback like Josh Allen, like Patrick Mahomes? I understand in 13 seconds, Patrick Mahomes had two timeouts, but Josh Allen had an extra seven seconds. So, I mean, not to say that the Eagles would have played defense the same way that we played defense, you know, that, that terribly in 13 yeah. seconds. But it, it's it's still something, you know, go do what the Broncos did. Go for the pass interference call. You know, do go do Any- that or a- anything. You had to give your team a chance. And oh, I mean, McDermott saying he's trying to shorten the game. Mike, you were the first person to say you he did the complete opposite. He extended mm-hmm. the game. I yeah. mean, I understand we got the ball first, and then so now the argument is, why didn't we just on that third down when we ended up not getting it and then kicking the field goal on fourth down? Why wouldn't you just? have a check down to end up being, you know, two, three yards short and give yourself the opportunity to use all four downs and then make the Eagles go the length of the field. Yeah. To win it. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, all we need is a field goal and 
and, and at the end of the day too, Josh, both Josh and uh, Coach McDermott said in the presser that we just had to make a couple more plays. <laughs> well, 20 seconds. Yeah. You could run you, several plays 20 seconds. I mean, if you I, do it right. I saw a breakdown, it. and it was, yeah. you know, across a, a, a roll. I can't remember who tweeted. I wish I could give him credit. But it was a rollout pass to the edge. You know, I think it was like 12 yards, something like that. You know, that saves timeout. We got 12 yards. We're now at the 37. You know, across yeah. a, cr- a crossing route, you know, that gets 20 yards. Call your timeout. One more five-yard flip out and you're you're right you're right there and like i the way like the way they had it broke down broken down was you know there would basically be two seconds left for the field goal attempt which at that point who cares if it's blocked i mean i understand if it's blocked they had the opportunity to return it that doesn't happen very often you know usually when it's a block it's a tip block like what happened earlier in the game right you know but if that happens the game's over but you still gave your team a chance yeah that like i think that's what everybody was most and not everybody but a lot of people were pretty infuriated yeah. with was there was just no chance right and know ron or ron uh or is it uh who was it roy roy just said uh you know he's thinking the eagles would win but the way we lost was infuriating yeah i sure. i so. i think most of us in bills mafia thought the same thing i think we all kind of thought you know the eagles are probably going to win this game but then when we jump out 17-7 you know we we held Jalen Hurst what was it, 38 yards in the first in the first half passing you know with two great receivers Devontae Smith and AJ Brown we we were you know we were sitting lo- living large right at that point you know we were like all right maybe we're back you know maybe this is it and then the flood then the floodgates opened and the eagles scored every single time oh. they got the ball in the second that half hard to watch um and the other thing is, you know, if at least you try, if we try with the 20 seconds left and we still lose, you know, at least we tried. But then I'm probably on the ref bandwagon slamming the officials. Or it turns into why didn't you just need the ball to go into overtime? Mm, you know, I, either, I, either way, I mean, not necessarily from you or I, but, you, you know, right. it's going to be. People are hating on McDermott so hard right now that yeah. he basically can't make the right decision. Right. Right. Whatever he chooses, if it doesn't work out, it's the wrong decision. He should have done the other. Yeah. So, I don't know. We got more comments rolling in. McDermott has no faith in Josh. I know. A lot of us are feeling that way. <laughs> it's rough, man. Kind of. It kind of. It, it makes you wonder. I don't know. Do you, when the pressure's on, I mean, I, I couldn't imagine being in that situation. You know what I mean? Being a coach. Uh yeah, Trig, Trig's coming in with a comment. McDermott trusts his defense more than Allen. I mean, yeah, he's a defensive-based coach, and he is going to be more comfortable with that. I So I do understand that. Um, but, yeah, you were just saying we, they were they were unstoppable. So we, did, we didn't have an answer in the second half. Mm-hmm. And you see what happened. Roy with a great comment. I mean, the Allen-Davis miscommunication was a dagger. Let's just be very clear. That was on Josh. That yeah. was not on Gabe. That was on Josh. I mean, he, Gabe he had the res- Gabe yeah. had the defender beat. He could have went either way, but the defender was still on the inside, which is why Gabe went out. I mean, Josh just knows he can make that throw. Mm-hmm. So, and like he and Gabe, you know, connected on that throw multiple times. Right. It it was just the one time 
He said he made I gotta, a guess and he guessed wrong, right? Yeah. I mean, I got to be honest. Like, my, like, I was like, my eyes got huge at the time of that game. My wife and your girlfriend, my sister, were sending videos back and forth of me and you walking through the house, pounding on the table, pounding on doors. <laughs> and I was standing, staring at my TV. And yeah. I, like, as soon as that ball went in the air and I saw Gabe open, my jaw dropped. My eyes got huge because I was like, we finally won. Yeah. And then, and then was, the ball oh. went right. And I was like, no. <laughs> like that, yeah. that, like it was, that, that was probably. The, uh, mm. that was to me probably the biggest heartbreaker because i knew that like we weren't going to win after that because mm. the eagles I were going to go down and score and touchdown we had to win yeah first possession of overtime mm-hmm. had to. that was huge which for the is momentum. again what bugs me is going for the first down only on that third and seven instead of you know only trying to get part part of it and then using all four downs if you don't like right. the look then call timeout kick the field goal yeah but, oh, well, you live and you learn, I guess. <laughs> so, uh, McDermott hasn't learned nothing. Well, well, what? You might have. I don't know. I don't know. We're really going to we're just going to wait and see, right? I mean, getting over that hump is just, I don't know. Like, I, I went through some stats earlier watching, you know, looking at his record and stuff Um, since he, you know, took over coaching for the Bills and, it does seem to me still like he, he is on an incline and, and we'll get more into it uh, later on, but it's like, it, it it's not just like a ramp up to the promised land. Like we're thinking of, you know, there's, there's a lot of zigzags, but I, I still feel like, you know, we're on the upswing and, and I kind of threw this out on Twitter later. And like I said, or earlier in this week, and like I said, we'll get into it later, but I just, I'm thinking, uh, this is just an off year for us, and I, I hope they can prove me wrong. Please, please prove me wrong. But I, I'm finding comfort in fact that I think this is just an off year. In, uh, I don't know. <laughs> well, and everything that you've been ta- telling me about what we're going to be talking about, which we should just do soon. Yeah, um, we'll get into it here in a minute. It, it, it's yeah, like it's it you're you're starting to kind of convince me. <laughs> but at the same time, the quote from our friend and fellow podcaster Jay Spence the King, yeah, may I, I am starting to more believe that he truly is our Steve Kerr. Yeah, I mean our Mark Jackson, and we just need our Steve Kerr. Right. You don't necessarily need to blow up the roster. You don't, you know, you don't no. need to start trading away your stars, you know, like just because you couldn't get to that final one. You start by getting rid of the head coach, and if that doesn't work, and you're on now your third head coach, that's when you're like, all right, blow it up and truly start with foundational pieces. You know, Josh, Groot, Oliver, Bernard, Milano. You know, the Benford, mm-hmm. those guys. You know, that's that's who you keep around, and you and you do you truly blow it up. You go for go for age, um, and just start going like getting the draft picks. Yeah, but now you know it. What you're saying also makes me think about the fact that, you know, our DC is gone and and just how Sean has more on his plate. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. 
hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. So, I don't know. I take some of that into effect, too. See, but, but, I, but I am coming it, around. Like I said, I'm still not one of these fire Sean McDermott guys, but I, I am, you know, getting closer to the fence, I guess, than I was before. I think you and I are kind of on the same page and yeah. in the same area with that. I'm not totally, you know, get rid of him. I'm definitely not get rid of him in the middle of the season. No way. Um, but I, I'm starting to truly be like, I, I like he, he's lost my trust. Yeah. At this point, you know, he hasn't lost like my whole commitment, but like he's, he has lost my trust and my faith that he's going to make the right calls and make the right decisions. Yeah. Right now, he's he's gotta earn that back. True, true, true. Um, we just take a note real quick. We don't have as many people to talk, so I'm gonna have to do some stuff on the fly here. <laughs> um, so well, while we're here, we might as well yeah. just bump into yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're talking I mean, the game. We're talking about Sean. We know about the penalties. We know about the drop balls, the miscommunications, um, all that. Um, but yeah, Sean in the spotlight this week uh, for Bills Mafia. And not in a good way. Um, so, I mean, yeah. Did his... you ever think this day would come? Like, since, you know, since this team has started to get good again and be consistent again, did you think that there would be a day when we're like, we need to get rid of our head coach? Because I have been, like, one of the biggest Sean McDermott, like, believers, and I'm like, I, I've just given everything to him because he's done everything he I mean, he's brought my Bills team from the bottom of the NFL mm-hmm. to a, a perennial Super Bowl contender every year the last four years. Yeah. You know, and I, like that's what gets me is like when you break it down like that and now he has one bad season, like truly bad season. Yeah. And now we get rid of him over just one. I mean, that's kind of what bad teams do, i.e. the Panthers, you know, getting rid yeah. of Frank Reich, not even one year into into having Bryce Young, a rookie quarterback, their best receiver is 38 years old or however old Adam Thielen is, you know, like that mm-hmm. they didn't give him a fair shake. Like McDermott has been given a fair shake. Now I understand he hasn't, we haven't made it to the Super Bowl yet, but he's put us in the position too, but mm-hmm. he's also lost us those games. Yeah. 13 seconds Broncos game, this game. I mean, like it, it's one of those to where like, is he can he truly get can he get it done under pressure? Because our team yeah. can. Josh has shown that he can do that, no right. problem. But it's gonna return, like, return yeah. the favor. Right. And now I, I know like the 20 seconds thing is is my uh hot key this week, but it, it really was a combination of things. So I can't feel like you put all the pressure on McDermott. We were just talking about the the Gabe Davis, you know, miscommunication. Uh you know, drop ball by Cook. Um. Mm, yes, not you know, many people have been talking about that as much as they should, oh, including, including myself, because I, I am a James Cook lover. That but he was that broke my. I don't heart. know. He he threw that ball, and before it got to James Cook's hands, I left my feet, and I was I think I was at the height of my jump when <laughs> when he missed it, and I hit the ground like oh, 
That was like oh my god premature celebration i was, <laughs> it was i was oh my god it, it it killed me so much yeah i was that, just that was tough it would have been such a great play you know just a confidence booster for james yeah. cook you know we got like we got we've all seen it he's been thrown in the doghouse a couple of times by mcdermott you know after having one fumble and then one and then one drop like it, it's one of those things like yeah, I don't know. It would have done so much for him mentally, I believe. Yeah. So so it, it, it is a team game. You know, it's not just one person's fault. So so we got to remember that um, it one, one thing that did stick out to me. I don't, I don't know if it was a, a coaching thing or not, but uh, I don't think Diggs got. Targeted to like Dig, Diggs targeted. Yeah, he, he once and got a catch the last play of the first quarter. I mean, I'd like to think we'd get him involved before that. I mean, we, we, also gotta, well, we also got to remember, I mean, the Eagles have Darius Slay, yeah. Kevin Byard, and James Bradbury out of corner. You know, those, yeah. those are not sl- like slouches, especially Slay. I mean, and I saw him matching up against Diggs a lot. So, yeah. but I mean, some – he still turned out nice. I mean, he was five yards short of giving me thirteen hundred dollars. <laughs> but I know he feels bad for you, though. He he does say sorry when he when he falls hey, short on the parlay. Stop. <laughs> hey, stop! My cash app is money sign Casey Cita. If you feel that bad, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Going going all out for it, huh? Not even just gonna <laughs> eat what you want. I'll thumb wrestle him for it. I don't know. There you go. There you do. go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. Yeah, here's uh here's Triggs. Uh if Allen has another great game against the Chiefs and the defense screws it up again, well, I don't know how we keep defending McDermott. True. Um yeah, I mean it depends I kind of on this off this year, like I said, with the coaching mishaps, his staffing, you know. I do think McDermott has at least one. You have to give him next year. You have to give him all of next season. Which is exactly unless what... if we're at this point next year, then I'm <laughs> then I'm really really yeah starting starting to lean over that way. Um, I mean, but, but I Roy, think he had one more good year to prove it. Roy agrees. I mean, there's he believes there's no way that McDermott isn't our head coach in 2024, and I agree. I think. This is like this is the probation year. You know, this has turned into all yeah. right, you got you have one more year. And if it's anything like this, then you're gone. I I yeah. truly th- and and personally after the season ends and we're all done being all grouchy and mad and upset in the moment, I think we'll like a lot of people realize like all right, forget about last season, just hit the reset button and just in you know, try again. And if it doesn't work, then, you know, kick him out. And I, I am perfectly fine with that. But again, I don't think that, you know, going to the playoffs five, like five out of six years or whatever he's done and winning a division three times and coming and we're currently in second place now and been second again. Yeah. I don't think that this one 500 season is warranting an immediate firing. No, especially with all the crap injuries in, you know, I, I don't know. I can, so, I can throw the refs thing out there again, but let me ask you this and everybody, please 
comment your answers because I, I would like to see all the different names. Who, if he did get fired, is there somebody that you, just off the top of your head, that you would like to be brought in? I don't, I can't think of anybody that I would like to be brought in. <laughs> I can't because I just, I still think McDermott's our best shot and we, we have to, we owe it to him. We have to give him that. We'd be shooting ourselves in the foot if we fired him now or at the end of this season. We really would. I mean, talk about starting over. I mean, we do have the talent, but I mean, we have a, you know, <laughs> whatever we have <laughs> going on, we just don't want to restart. I, I think it would be detrimental. I mean, I don't know. Like sacrifice a year or two. It took it took McDermott. McDermott got here, and then a year. Josh got here a year later and you know it kind of it it took a a year to get things going so I don't know you'd be sacrificing a few seasons probably you're playing the waiting game again and you're going through this all again but are you but are you (laughs) I mean spin I'm not going to read what Triggs comment was but I agree with him because never Nathaniel Hackett. Ashley, I knew this is why we were friends when you came out to Buffalo with Papa Ron, because my vote would be for Kellen Moore. Yeah. I, I, I think he would, I was surprised he didn't get a head coaching job this year. Maybe he did. And like he was offered a job, but didn't like the situation that he was offered. Just Mm kind of was testing the waters a little bit. And that's why he just, moved from the Cowboys over to the Chargers. But we've seen, I mean, if you want you want to see somebody get their number one wide receiver involved, look at what Justin Herbert does with Keenan Allen. 13 yeah. receptions, 11 receptions, 9 receptions. I mean, he's I mean, he's the rece- uh, receptions leader in the NFL this year. He's top yeah. I think 5 in yards as well. I mean, I know Diggs is both of those currently is two, but this would be your head coach. You know, he's young. I mean, it's kind of like the Sean McVay thing. He's a young, shiny offensive mind. Um, he's proven that he can – He anywhere he's gone, he's had uh, success. And I just I, – I I just think he'd be – I think he'd be very good. Yeah. I mean, hard to argue that point. I had Keenan Allen on my one of my fantasy teams. <laughs> it's beautiful. I mean, who, who's their other receivers now? Mike Williams, they have Quentin yeah. Johnston, but Quentin Johnston, the rookie wide receiver, he's it seems to be a little like he's struggling. He's struggling to acclimate coming from uh TCU to the NFL. It you know, it's a little bit a little bit of a jump from the Big Twelve up to the NFL. The defenses are a little bit better. Yeah. Uh what about Joe Brady for uh for head coach? I mean yeah. That's something we can talk about. I, I don't think it we, is. we have hired. I mean, we have hired. I'm sorry. I was reading comments. I don't think we've talked about that at all. I mean, what would your, what would your opinion be on just bringing in Joe Brady? I mean, if this is how the offense has reacted to him, how would the defense react to him? I mean, we see him. I mean, he, he seems like a dog of a person. Yeah. You know, it's so it's, you got to wonder. Yeah. Um, I mean, I know he's, he's, new in his role now i mean i don't know how much how much experience you really need before you become a head coach um if you can do it you can do it if you can't i mean if if you're cleaning house and i and i i I do believe the switch from ken dorsey to joe brady there was 
I think everyone agrees there there was some sort of change there um, in a positive way. I mean, I don't see why not run with it. I mean, young coaches come in and they might not have a lot of experience, but they have a fresh mind that hasn't been clouded up um, with years of doing this. So may come in with some new ideas. You know, you're not overthinking things as, as much and you, you're kind of just, you know, you're out there to prove something as a young coach. Maybe, but you know, in a, you know what I was saying too about McDermott, we got at least another, he, he's got to be here next year. Um, so that would just give Joe Brady even more experience um, by that time. Why wouldn't we consider it? Um, he would be why, my, he'd be my first interview. Yeah. He would have to be. He, right. You get rid of you get rid of McDermott if you're not you know if you're not cleaning house cleaning house like coaching wise, right? I would I I there's no reason he wouldn't be the first yeah. interview you know and then maybe like we were talking uh, pre-show Al Holcomb, yeah. you know he would he would be an interview uh, like again going back to Kellen Moore, um, I I don't, but other than that there's just not many people oh. One more would be, um, oh my gosh, now I'm losing it. The Chiefs' old offensive coordinator, current offensive coordinator for the Commanders. Don't ask me. Oh, come on. Somebody comment the name. I can't think of it, and it's bothering me. <laughs> that's funny. But anyway, uh, Roy mentioned. No. No. Uh, that's, no, that's not who I'm thinking of. I'm just reading um, Yes, Eric Bieniemy. Bieniemy. Thank you. Thank you, Papa <laughs> Ron. <laughs> Um, that's, that's another person who, uh, oh, a few people said it. <laughs> I, that's another person who I would love to get an interview from. Yeah. And just, cause I, I mean, I think he would take it in a heartbeat. Somebody that's worked with, you know, are like the number one quarterback in the league with somebody with a great weapon uh, who's had two great weapons. And we've seen what he can do with an offense. No, he wasn't, you know, it, he was. I, we understand that it was like Andy Reid's offense. He still had say in it. And now you yeah. see when he comes over to the commanders, he's turned Sam Howell in his first season as an NFL starter into the passing leader in the NFL. I mean, I understand, you know, I mean, it's not in a bunch of garbage time either. I mean, they're like, he's going out, he's making plays in the first quarter. And I know this because my wife's a Washington fan. So I have to watch the games. So, <laughs> Like it, it's it's impressive what he's done there. I mean, he gets three running backs involved all game. Um, it, it's it's impressive. You know, he spread he gets he gets Sam Howell to spread the wealth. It, it's I would I would like to see him get an opportunity if McDermott's gone after twenty twenty four. Right. So so one more thing uh, before I think we move on. I think we spent enough time on that, um, and, and we'll probably rehash a little bit too, but. Um, how, what, what do we think about McDermott stays head coach and then we get the DC help from Al Holcomb and then move someone else in for a defensive assistant? I do like the idea of people that are already in the system, things that are working well together and building off of that. McDermott, could he just use the help at, at DC and then be able to focus more? Right. But if that was the case, why wouldn't you have just made that transition already? Right. Clearly, I don't, I think. He doesn't think that's the issue. Right. You know, I mean, that, yeah. Right. That might come down to a Brandon being and Terry Pakula coming to McDermott being like, 
You may not think it's an issue, but we do. So we are going to hire a defensive coordinator for you. Right. Obviously, you're going to be a part of the you know part of the search, part of like deciding who it's going to be. But we want that like we want you to be able to focus on the entire team, not just you know sixty percent of the defense and then forty percent the entire team, the rest of the team. Right. So I I think I think if the season gets worse, they should definitely do that. Yeah. Um, just to, and you gotta, you gotta dot all your I's and cross all your T's, you know, you gotta rule out any excuse and, you know, make sure that, you know, a hundred percent, this is the reason. And this is why we're moving on from them. Yeah. There can't be any question marks left. You can't like there, there just gotta be a hundred percent reasoning yeah. behind it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so yeah, I think we, uh, we, like I said, we spent enough time on that and this is kind of a little extension of that. I was going to give us some tweet talk today because, well, I was a tweet maniac. I, I mean, a lot of people tweet a lot. I, I was just tweeting more than usual uh, this week. So I want to throw a little tweet talk into here this week. Um, you know, we'd like to connect with the fans and, and this and that. You get rid of that ticker out of the way there. So, yeah, um, here, here's my original tweet. Uh, I don't know if it was the next day. That was a few days ago now. But uh, obviously, Sean said he wanted to end the game early talk about the knee with the 20 seconds left he wanted to end the game a few plays earlier it just doesn't make doesn't make sense they wanted to make they had to make a couple a few more plays too so it's like you're double talking that's that's what just it just uh drives me absolutely insane i mean (laughs) it's just hard to i I just don't understand it and it it makes me think that he's just up there and he's just blurting out answers and you ready showtime on May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Which, I mean, I don't know, it really post game presser. You know, when you lose like that, he's got other stuff on his mind, right? You are kind of, yeah. I mean, yeah. you are just kind of like just feeding them whatever, you know, not truly, probably not truly thinking too extensively about what what your answer is going to be because it's going to, it's going to be short, quick. You know, yeah. it's not going to be this full, you know, full blown explanation as to why I did this, why I did that. You're just going to give a quick reason, boom, move on. You because know, right. they're trying, they're trying to get out of there. They don't want to be there at all. So, like, they're they're not going to give you anything substantial except for people reading stuff and taking it the wrong way. You know, because there is only just tit like like quick tidbit answers. Yeah. So that's what they're saying. Uh, I can't baseball, Tony. It's hard to read. McDermott's a clownfish. People really giving him the heat this week. Uh, Jack here says, does the press reporters hammer McDermott? with his inconsistent statements or give him a pass. I mean, they don't hear him. I mean, he's just going to say I, like about the, I don't know. He, he's just going to shrug it off. That's just again, how he is. Yeah. Again, yeah. he's not going to do, he's not going to say much. He's not going to, I mean, he can get up and walk away if he feels like it, right. or he can pull, he can pull a Marshawn Lynch. So yeah. it's like, it, <laughs> yeah. like it's, you got to pick your battles here, people. Yeah. True that. True that. So, uh, 
So yeah, I'm not as big a tweeter as Papa Ron. So he gets a little more attention than I do. So here's here's Papa Ron's uh, tweet. Should he stay or should he go or should he stay? We'll never know the answer until it happens. Yeah, I hope whatever happens is the right answer. I just want to win. Yeah, true that, Papa Ron. Um, and, and you can find uh, Papa Ron put out, a, put out an article too. I believe it was shared on our page. Uh, for um, You're going to have to help me out here what site it's on. Buffalo Man, Lowdown. Yes. Or, yeah, fan-sided Buffalo Lowdown. Uh six pros and cons of McDermott staying or going. So if you guys want to check that out on uh, the mafia cast Facebook page, uh, it's been posted on Papa Ron's Twitter at Ronnie East him. Um, so if you want to go check that out, read up on that, you'll get a little more info uh, where, where Ronnie stands on this. Um, so, so PJ comments, he says, I think that you're looking at the whole picture. Thank you for making some sense. Many realistic visions. I don't think I want to read that one. This slide was just for the for the main tweet. Uh, here, here's what we're looking for. The Bills Mafia Butcher. McDermott is becoming Tony Dungy in Tampa. Build a team into a contender, but just don't have what it takes to win it all here. He'll be unemployed less than a, in less than a week, but I do believe that it is time to pair Josh Allen with a more modern, offensive-minded guy. <laughs> Again, Mike, you and I had this conversation yesterday. Yeah, not did. about not about this, but I mean, is the grass greener? You know, it's a question yeah. that we're always gonna have like that's eventually gonna have to be answered, you know. And it, it's it's a scary sight. People don't like change, people don't like new, you know. It's especially when we've been as good as we are for as long as long as we've been, as long as it's been. So it, it like it's does it make us worse? I don't know. It doesn't make us like for every Brandon Staley, there's a Nick Sirianni, you know, like yeah. they're like, it's just one of those things. You just, sometimes you just got to bite the bullet. Yeah. And then there's uh Steve, Steve, uh, Bill's mafia MMA. Is it? Um, he says, and we went back, I think we went back and forth a couple times. He has to go. He quit on his team. His all pro quarterback, 20 seconds, one timeout. Didn't even give him a chance. Andy Reid had 13 seconds. Blah blah blah. You guys know the story. I mean, I, I, they're just saying McDermott's not doesn't have the confidence. Is is what he's saying? The trust. I mean, the, the it's trust? the trust. Yeah, I mean, they're saying he just doesn't trust Josh. And right. again, does that truly come back to being a defensive minded coach and believing that your defense is going to win you the should win you the game? After your quarterback, you know, after all he's done, you know, should like not have to like it shouldn't always have to fall on him. Yeah. But you have Josh Allen. I want it to fall on him. Yeah. I, right. I, I want it to. If and Josh Allen seen, fails, I'm fine with that. Yeah. And we've seen he's given because there's Sean no denying. McDermott, he's it's given not... Sean McDermott the lead six times in under yeah. two with under two minutes left, and he's mm-hmm. 0 and six. Yeah. What do you want him to do? Right. That's like and that's going at everybody that is hating on Josh saying he's not clutch, by the way. What yeah. more do you want that guy to do? He's put his team in every position to win, walked off the field a winner six times, has. and has lost those games. He that's has. not on him. He has been successful many clutch moments. Uh, just the defense couldn't hold up their end, or it was a game uh, time management thing, or we just gave him too much time. I mean, I... <laughs> you're saying we know how fast you can score it's practically how f- fast you could run the field <laughs> yeah so 
<laughs> but if Josh be- fails and it's all on him, we're not all saying fire Josh, get rid of him. We need a new quarterback because exactly. then you're like, I mean, unless you're trading, I mean, well, who, 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 what? No, the question is, what are we getting re- in return? Yeah. The key to what city and like the mayor's house in that city, plus every draft pick until Josh Allen dies. Like right. that's basically what the bills are going to have to be given in order to trade him. He's not going anywhere. Yeah. Until he's 40 and you know, he's just whiny like Aaron Rodgers. And if that happens then see you, but here's uh Triggs. According to Tim Graham, there's zero chance of McDermott getting fired. Again, I think Mike and I are on that same boat. I don't think he's gone this year. I think yeah, if it's anything, all. if it next year resembles anything like this year, then he'll be gone. Yeah. Yeah. And and Roy, rightfully so. There is plenty blame to go around. I know my graphics yep. kind of covering the chat right now. Um, but yeah, correct. So uh so here's the next the next group of tweets out of uh Paparon's post. Chris Martin, I just wish when the second half comes, we don't switch to that soft defense that teams just run over us on putting us in positions like yesterday. I mean, this was days back. We just adjust and we back off. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, that whole second half. I mean, there's no denying. I don't. I don't know. Philly. Philly made some good adjustments. And they <laughs> they started really playing. And it doesn't serious. help with the turnover. With the turnover. I mean, the turnovers, the uh, penalties that we were shooting ourselves in the foot with. Yeah. You know. I mean, it, it. It just. If one break, if like one thing just goes our way, we win that game. One of the kicks. Yeah. One of the cat, like one of the catches, one of the penalties, you know, one of this, one of that. We win the game, period, point blank. Mm-hmm. You know, like it, it, it's so much stuff, and I think that's where it ultimately does wind up falling on the head coach is to where yeah. when you can't just point to one thing, yeah. you got to cut the head out the snake. Right, that really does make you wonder. Um, here is uh KT McDermott was great coaching out of the drought. Now he's in over his head. We need an aggressive play to win coach with playoff experience and a record of winning tight games and overtime in overtime. I'm Real quick. Where Ooh. do you expect to get that coach? That's not already right. hired. Andy Reed is not coming to Buffalo. Thank you, Michael. <laughs> like Marv Levy ain't coming back. Like yeah. that's not happening. Like, I don't, I don't know what more, like, I, I don't know. Yeah. You just we explained have, Sean McDermott. Yeah. How about that, KT? <laughs> Here's the JC uh, comment on the post. Stay but find a DC. It's hard to lose four all pro caliber players on defense and stay competitive, but we have. It does show something to me. Uh, McDermott's a good leader. He built a good culture here. And he's done enough here to not be fired after a season like this. They need to find a bit of luck. Yes. I Every think- team does. I think that tweet explains exactly how me and you feel about the entire situation surrounding McDermott. Yeah. Per- personally, I know it like that. That's exactly how I feel. Hmm. I mean, yeah. I mean, it, it has it has really been a great thing. I mean, look at where we where we were before. Um. Yeah. EJ Manuel was a lot of fun. Yeah. Even Tyrod, he was even more fun. Well, yeah, because he was actually kind of good. 
Kyle Orton was like really fun for a second. Uncle Orton might be my Bills, my favorite all-time Bills quarterback. And Mike, now you got me thinking that's the next jersey I'm gonna have Lauren get me. Nice. That An Uncle cool. Orton jersey. That's funny, man. I'll gotta hit up, when I see it. We gotta hit up our boy John from Game on Sports and see if he's got any signature, any signed ah. jerseys. Hey, I'm glad you brought up John because I just want to throw this out there that. John's got all sorts of cool Christmas stuff for this season, like Christmas story, signed Red Rider BB guns. Yes. Uh, photos from the movie Christmas story, of course, and all the other sports memorabilia. So, at you know, locations, obviously, Hamburg, hey. Greece, we've said before. Um, yeah, so he's he's always bringing in different stuff. It's not limited to just sports stuff. Um, so, yeah, per, plenty of Christmas stuff. Uh there and and i was thinking maybe we're i want to go drop off some cookies that sarah made she has some jersey cutouts we were thinking of going heading over to the store and uh see if they want to try them out how they like them there you go heck <laughs> like yeah that. absolutely so i'm glad you mentioned john because i did want to get that little bit bit in there we'll have to um, have we're gonna get him back on here soon yeah so here's a here's a stat i don't know if this was a link posted because it, it's kind of cut off um in the comments but Four of the 20 coaches hired to lead the Bills lasted more than three seasons. A dozen Bills coaches lasted two years or fewer. Buffalo's best coach, Levy, led the Bills for 12 years, bringing his team to four straight Super Bowls. So, but that that also is speaking to the poor GMs that we had during the drought, all the coaches we had in the drought, and the, and the poor... Um, um, ownership that unfortunately was the result in the drought, you know, that like that. I mean, it all come, you know, crap rolls downhill and like, that's what, that's what mm-hmm. the drought was. And like, it was just one of those things to where it, we, nothing we did was right. Nothing didn't matter who, what, where, when, how the only thing we did right was not sell it to bond, sell the bills to bond Jovi and move them to Toronto. Like, <laughs> And we're glad we did. Who knows? Maybe if we did, we'd have a Super Bowl, but we'll never know. A couple more comments uh, from the tweet talk before we move on. Christopher, I'm not ready to see McDermott fired just yet. Yeah, we know. And uh, Rob, Rob the D, he will stay for the remainder of the season because they still have a shot. Yeah, everyone's forgetting. We really do still have a shot here, even though we're at six and six. Uh, we really still have a, have a shot. But he says they will. We still have a shot at the playoffs. But if they fail to get there, the ownership will and should have serious look, or yeah, the ownership ownership will and should have a serious look at his position. Um, on coaching the team, I believe it says leading the team. So, yeah, I mean, I'm saying we got one more, one more year, one more year, um, to Rob at least. So, Thanks. so that that will do it for the tweet talk uh, for today. And while we're uh, switching over to the next topic, I just want to say, everyone, if you're just tuning in, you're watching the Mafia Cast, Buffalo Rumblings Network, live and recorded. Find us anywhere: Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, or anywhere else you find your podcast. So, like, subscribe, tell your friends, all that kind of fun stuff. Um, and just in a second here. I'm going to bring up this graphic uh, that I put together. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh yeah, we we made a we made a graphic for for the graphic. <laughs> Mike, super smart here. stat. Super smart. Casey likes to talk me up. I I'm I'm still a little a little new at this, but uh, but I do pick up on some stuff here and there. So so we kind of talked about this earlier, um, and I I was looking into this. I don't know if we mentioned it on previous shows. Um, but just something I've been looking at after this uh, past week. So here, here are some stats. Here, here ever since Sean McDermott um, took over coaching for the Bills in year seventeen. So the reason I put this together is to show my thir- my theory here at what's keeping me comfortable, not freaking out, um, and still hopeful, even though. I, I'm almost ready to write this season off. Um, please prove me wrong, guys. Please. <laughs> um, so, so McDermott took over in 2017, pre Josh Allen, and we went nine and seven, second in the division, lost in the wild card. Not bad to come in and, and just make that happen. Um, Thank you, Andy Dalton. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He, he, he did have a lot to do with it. Can we also, he, real quick, 2017 was the year of Case Keenum, Nick Foles, Blake Bortles, and Tom Brady in the cha- in the um, conference championship games that year. Yeah. That's insane. And let's take a wild guess as to which one of those quarterbacks won the Super Bowl, and mm. it's not the one you're thinking of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so – uh so yeah, lost the wild card in his first year here, even though we were minus 57 points on our opponents. Kind of crazy, right? That's what um, happens when you have Tyrod. Yeah. Uh 2018. Now this is rough. This this is this is Josh Allen's first year. I mean, Tyrod had experience in the league, so it's understandable. 2018 was Nathan Peterman year. Yes. Yeah. That explains it. That explains a lot. I mean, he gave up about 105 points in that Chargers game himself just on pick sixes. Yeah. So, Ray, it was? I got I to gotta rehash it now. Was that jo- Josh? Josh Allen, 2018. Was Josh Allen's was rookie still the, year. The Nate Peterman year was still his first year. Yes. Right? I know. I'm getting. It's like. I don't know. It all kind of happened at once. Now because after that, it's weird. after that Chargers game, they were like, "Josh, go, just yeah. go." And that, that was, and that was where set the record for picks or something, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> and the next game is when Josh Allen hurdled Anthony Barr, and the rest is history. Oh man. So yeah, 2018, the Peterman year, as Casey likes to call it. I, I'll agree with that. Uh, six and ten, third in the division. Minus 105 points to our opponents. That's bad. That's really bad. Six and ten. 
We all want to fire McDermott then? Did we want to fire him? I mean, after 2017, going to the playoffs. I don't, I don't think we wanted to fire McDermott in 2018. It was more like our quarterback situation. Well, we didn't exactly. Know, we it, didn't it know what Josh those... was going to do. Exactly. Yeah. So that's not on him. We had a six and ten season, and we that's went, like, that was McDermott. really his like first. I mean, that was the first year that McDermott got his team. That was yeah. his team. Like I understand, he made he had McDermott drafted in 2017. That wasn't Brandon Bean. Bean came in after that draft. So 2018 is when McDermott's team was really built for him. You know, we fi- we got Josh, we got Tremaine, you know, we had like we finally got pieces. You know, we got wide receivers, Cole Beasley, John Brown, those guys. Um right. you know, and then 2019 continue, Mike. Yeah. Well, so here's Roy. I just want to he he's throwing out there. 2018 was also the salary dump year. I just want to throw out that. And I and I also want to put up Angel here. Angel is a new subscriber. Uh, we work together, same place. He's an excellent mechanic, so I appreciate him watching the show and, and tuning in. But, yeah, if our defense wasn't so tired, probably win, we probably would win. Yep. Brings me back to the whole clock management thing. You know, if we could hold the ball a little longer, try to keep our defense off the field, even though we want to go down and score, we still do need to manage the game a little better. <laughs> basically run the timeout score as the time runs out. Just can't again, let, we can't let Sean McDermott yeah. coach in overtime period no. point blank. Got to win it. Coach. Just, <laughs> yeah, here we go. Player coach. <laughs> He's, I was going to say, we're going to have our uh, Bill Russell of the NFL here. Yeah. But if it hey. turns into 11 rings, I'm for it. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, I'm 2017 McDermott's first year, 2018. Josh's first year, six and 10. I give them both a year to settle in and you guys will see what I'm getting at here in a minute. 2019, we flip the script six and 10. No, we go 10 and six and we're right back where we were losing the wild card. Um, I mean, that just proves McDermott did it with Tyrod Taylor. They did it with Josh Allen, his second year, his first full year. We could call it. Um, and, and got to the wild card, and we were plus 55 on the points. We were outscoring our opponents, which, I mean, if you're going to the playoff, I can't believe we lost the wild card in 2017, minus 57 points. <laughs> um, So, yeah, I, I would say both of their first years, they get a year to settle in, and then you'll see a pattern here. That's It's just a – I mean, if the pattern continues next year, because I'm writing the season off, I mean, I think it's a – legitimate thing so if you look at after 2019 we could call that our down year um 2020 13 and 3 we lost during covid during the entire bs of covid when yeah if somebody sneezed they missed a month yeah so uh we that's that's the kansas city that's a 13 seconds season um nope that's not 13 seconds that's not it's lost we, conference. No, that's just when we lost that's that's when we lost the conference. 2021 was uh was, was uh yeah oh no divisional, yeah. Okay, yeah. never mind. Um but yeah, 13 and three, first in the division, and, and lost the conference. I mean, that's our up year. That's that's when we were like, we are the best, we are among the best teams 
and we are serious. We're a serious competitor. Um, and then, you know, then it's just been every other year. And that's why if, if anyone's seen my tweets, I've been saying bills are getting 13 wins next season because since 2019, it's been 10 wins, 13 wins, 11 wins, 13 wins. Now we're, I mean, we're at six right now, but next year, I'm just thinking we're going to get 13 wins again. What's your guess? 13 wins for no, for this year, for this year, this year. What do you think we finish at? Oh, I I don't know. That's, that's tough because come on off the, off the whim. Come on. What do you think? We got Eagles and we don't have the Eagles. We have Dallas chargers, Patriots, Dallas chargers, Patriots, chiefs, dolphins. We have five games left. There is a chance we play the Eagles. <laughs> and for and for that to happen, we have to we, win. We out. got we got to win out, or at least four of them, and have some special special stuff happen. Um, I think we. I know I the think whole, we finish yeah. nine and eight. Nine I think eight? we finish the season nine and eight, and win three of those games. I think we. Win I'm just going to agree with you because, like I said, I'm writing this year off. Next I think, year's our year. I think we beat Dolphins, Patriots, Chiefs. Yeah. Yeah. Or no, I think we'd be Dolphins, Patriots, Chargers. Excuse me. Dolphins, Patriots, Chargers. Those are the winnable games. And we lose against Kansas City. Those are who I I genuinely think we're probably going to be. I'll still choose the Bills next week against Kansas City. Right. I can I can easily convince myself against that about that. Yeah. So uh I mean, yeah, I'm gonna agree agreement there. I, I wouldn't be surprised if we just missed and I'm and I'm ready to I'll, I'll just say, you know, nine wins. Prove us wrong, please. Please. <laughs> Dear Lord, please, please. Pro- prove us wrong. But I'm writing them off this year. I really am. Next year's next year is a big year for us. And that is why the main reason why I'm saying McDermott will be here all of next year. And yeah. he has all of next year to change to everyone's prove- minds and to prove yeah. that he he could still be the guy. I mean, we're right the there. Guy. We're so close. These games are coming down to one play, one call, one miscommunication, whatever. <laughs> one drop. I, 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 could go, I could go through it all. I mean, it's like one of everything there is. Pass interference against the Broncos. 12 men on the field, you know, kneeing at on like with 20 seconds left. Um, the, the most amazing catch that's probably happened in the NFL this year, the Garrett Wilson catch in the first game of the season. Oh, man. Uh, I mean, the list goes on and on. Here's almost one uh, the Cortland Sutton catch against us in Denver. I mean, it took two field goal, it took two kicks at the, from the same spot to at the end of the game and one of the most amazing passes and catches to beat us. He's practically so horizontal that, just with that, his tiptoes in the in that's. Mind. My whole point to this, to where the most amazing, extravagant things have happened this season against us. You know, like mm-hmm. we have had our hearts broken again and again and again and again. And we're losing by like this much every single time. You know, we're in every single game. Like it, it's, it's hard. Yeah. Mike, I'll, I, I'll answer this real quick. Carl, we're, Vaughn, we're not going to talk about Vaughn quite oh, yeah. yet. We're going to wait for more information to come out. 
we are just as anxious as everybody else about the situation. Yeah. Obviously, like, we think breaking. You know, yeah. We we hope she's okay. You know, we hope everything is okay with the baby and nothing's wrong, you know, with her. Um, but as far as you know, Von, but what the what what's going on with Von, we're just not gonna touch on it right now until more facts come out. Yeah, it's kind of a little bit of a touchy subject right now, I'd say. And same thing. And, well, and we really we, don't know much about it. So we did the same thing with Matariza. What we uh and everything that went on with him, and then he was proven innocent. I'm not saying Von didn't do it. I'm like I I'm not. But you know, it we just we don't talk. We're not gonna get into any of this until more information comes out. Right. We'll just leave it at that. Um someone did ask. Was it Vaughn's mistress? Uh, I believe it's his longtime girlfriend. They've been on and off. Um, they have two kids together, I think. We'll just, we'll, like Case said, we'll just leave it at that. Um, Carl, we appreciate your uh, super chat. Again, everyone's super chats are always open. So we appreciate that. Um, but yeah, we don't, <laughs> we don't really want, want to touch on that subject right now. So yeah, we are, uh, we are getting kind of late on time here. We only got a couple of minutes left. Um, I don't know. What do we got left on the dock here? I mean, here we are. We're looking outside. Six What's six. next? What's next, Mike? Mike? What's <laughs> next, buddy? I mean, next next year, man. It's next year. <laughs> no, what's next is me and you are going to the Bills game in December. Yes, that is that is our our next public appearance. I guess you would say. Yeah, we we're going uh, the to the Cowboys game December seventeenth. Um, it's going to be a hell of a game. I, I'm excited to go watch it. Uh, I'm excited to hang out with you. Um, we I, we got another buddy coming. Going to go to Barbill that weekend. You know, we're going to make a whole thing of it. It's going to be a lot of fun. So, anybody wants to hang out, you know, meet up, tailgate. Mike and I like Bush. You know, we like Budweiser and Labatt's. Mike and Mike like shots and Labatt's. You know, <laughs> like, let's 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 hang out. Let's meet up. Let's do whatever whatever you want. We can right. We'll be uh, just uh, doing our thing, hanging around the block, Mafia House, Allen uh, Street, Allen Street, Amberlot. We'll make the rounds, hanging, uh, you know, meeting up with the rest of the Buffalo Rumblings crew, some of them guys, girls. And uh, I'll probably have to get some fireball shots from Lisa again because that's always a good time. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, always a good time. Super excited to get back to another game this year. Um. But yeah, I mean, I guess that's that's what we're looking forward to. I know it's been rough. Here's the FC uh, East stats. I don't know how we're still in second, but we're doing it because <laughs> we have the Jets <laughs> and the Patriots behind us. This we're must be it. the way the Patriots felt for the first twenty years of my life, basically. Yeah, uh, they were like, "Oh, how are we in first? You know, we're you know nine and five. Yeah. Oh, because yeah. every other team in our division is zero and." 12 you know whatever yeah. like it's it, AFC. i hope the wheels is, fall off in miami oh it's gonna you know it's gonna <laughs> i hope so terry kill him mean, he keeps putting his hands on people it's it, it, I, I don't know <laughs> i don't know why do we get all the bad luck exactly why? it's not for good it's time for some good luck yeah so anyways uh yeah we're about to get out of here no score predictions this week we're on nope. by so uh don't forget smash hit the subscribe 
find us anywhere. Buffalo Rumblings Podcast, Vidcast Network. Um, once again, we appreciate everyone, and we will see you next week, same time, same place, seven o'clock. Go Bills. Go Bills. Tell your friends. <laughs>